boy is eating. The boy is your name. What is your name? She is not a girl. First, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Coffee with Gringos, Dynamic English's podcast where you can learn English simply by hearing people use it. So sit down and have a coffee with us. Hey everyone, you are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Ian Kennedy. And I'm Paige Sutherland. And today we're going to be talking about some complicated verbs that we get a lot of questions about in English, whether in class, whether we're just talking with learners. And it can be difficult in English because we have a lot of words that, a lot of verbs that basically have the same meaning, but we have to be careful when we, when we use them in each context, in each situation. So just to clear that up today, we wanted to talk a little bit about that, some of the most common ones. So as always, listeners, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. So English can be a little bit confusing sometimes when we're trying to decide which verb to use in certain situations, right? We have several that we're going to talk about today. So the first one that I can think of is know and meet, right? Both of these verbs are really commonly used. And in Spanish, they can both be considered for saber y conocer. So it can be a little bit confusing um, because we use them in a lot of different ways. So when we talk about using the verb to know, we're talking about being more familiar with like information, maybe knowing information, some data, um, or it's something that's sort of like information more than anything else. So um, an example could be, I didn't know that it could snow in the summer. Or we can say something like, did you know that a cheetah can run 55 miles per hour, right? Something like that. So we're knowing a fact. Now, what can also be confusing is we can use know to also describe being familiar with someone, like conocer alguien, right? So in that sense, I could say to you, Paige, do you know Ted? Do you know Andrew? And in this way, I'm asking, are you familiar with them? Do you guys know each other, right? It's easy to, to say in that way, but we use that for no. And if we move over to our other verb, meet, meet is a little bit confusing because we use this when we talk about knowing someone or seeing someone for the first time. And usually only for when we see them for the first time, when we get to know somebody. So for example, I could say, did you meet Andrew yesterday? Did you meet Kate? Or I met my new friend last week, right? We're talking about having that connection with someone. Sometimes we can use it to say, we're going to like get together. I'm going to meet my friend. But in that case, we're really only using it to say we're getting together or we've met someone. So these two are quite different in that way, but it can be pretty confusing. No, no, definitely. And they're just very, very common words that we use all the time. So it's good to, to kind of know those differences, especially like you said, if you know someone, it's more long term. If you meet someone, they're usually a stranger that you, you just met. Another really common one, and I talked about this with my students all the time, and they're they're so easy to confuse, is look versus watch versus see. They all are very, very similar. And in English, we use them a lot for very specific things. 
I think one of the most common is watch. Watch is usually an activity where you watch TV, you watch a baseball game. It's usually something where it's a series, a movie, it's something that you are doing is more what watch is, where often look is often a command. You're like, look, did you see the the wild deer out in the field? Or look, did you see that our friend crossed the street? So look is often more of a command. It usually involves pointing, as you noticed. Often see, we use a lot in English of the past tense of see, like, oh, I, I saw my friends this weekend, right? Which just means kind of you spent time with them, but you physically saw them, right? It's a little confusing too, where you can say, when it comes to movies, you could say, I watched, but you can also say, I saw the newest Oscar movie this weekend in the theater. So sometimes watch and see are pretty interchangeable. What do you, what do you think, Ian? They're pretty confusing. <laughs> you bring up a really great point. I, I talk about these a lot with students because it can be so easy to, to not know which one to use, right? What I usually say to students is, especially with C, C is something that it can be something that just happens, right? Just something that happens and you happen to make eye contact with it. So maybe a dog runs by and you, you see the dog run by just because it's happening, right? You're not really making a conscious effort. And with look, you're more making that conscious voluntary effort. Look at that, right? Like you said, a command, you're directing the eyes to a certain spot. And then with watch, watch I think is easier because it usually has to be something dynamic. Like you said, something moving, like a movie, sports, something that's not just static. So things that are a little bit more, that involve more movement, I typically say, you're probably gonna use watch, but really consider the context of what you're talking about when you're thinking about which one to use. So it's not easy, but those three differences there should hopefully help our listeners in deciding which one to use. Hey, Ian, did you know besides the podcast, Dynamic English offers one-on-one classes with native teachers from all over the world? Really? But isn't it just a bunch of grammar lessons? Nope, it's completely discussion-based and focuses on topics the student is interested in. That's amazing. But what if I'm not living in Chile? No problem. Dynamic does online classes. You can be living anywhere. Great. But I'm a little intimidated to take the class alone. Can I join with a friend? Of course. Dynamic offers group classes of up to four. Plus, for the next month, Coffee of Gringo's listeners get 10% off individual or group classes. So go online to www.dynamicenglish.cl and mention that you are a listener and get your discount. Well, I'm sold. Sign me up. So another one that I can think of to borrow and to lend. So these again, like all these, they're very similar, but we have some key little differences here. So to borrow, to borrow, we are asking someone else if we can use something of theirs. And it's usually just for a little while. It's a temporary situation. So if we wanted it for a permanent situation, we might say give instead. So borrow is like saying, you know, Paige, could I borrow your computer for today? Mine's broken and I need to do some work, right? I'm going to give it back to you at the end of the day or whenever the I end. I hope so. <laughs> if I'm a nice guy, I'll give it back to you. Yeah. Then it's steal. Exactly, right? <laughs> then we go to a different <laughs> verb. 
But in that case, we would say borrow, right? I'm going to use something of yours mm -hmm. for a little while. And on that opposite end, we have our verb to lend. So to lend is to, to temporarily give something to someone else. So if I am borrowing from you, you are lending to me. So you would say, sure, I will lend you my computer. And so in that way, I know, I know to our listeners, these probably seem super, super similar, but these key differences can really help. So remember, borrow is you are receiving, lend is you are giving. And both of these are a temporary situation. That's a very good explanation and very easy to confuse them. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, since they are opposite of like giving, you know, who's the one giving it, who's the ones receiving it, that it could, you know, definitely offer some confusion. So the next one, which are also very similar, but, you know, have some slight differences is win versus earn. They're generally used in similar contexts, but win is often for games, right? Whenever you play a game, there's a winner and a loser. One wins, one loses. And generally, you know, there's obviously skill involved depending on the game, but win is something that is often perceived as less work, where earn is something where there's a lot of work involved, right? Like you earn a salary. I work certain hours and I get a certain payment, right? I earn that, I put time into it. Uh, I earn a degree, you know, I put in a lot of times in the classroom, I study, I take all the tests. Where win often is used more for, like I said, for sporting, for card games, for something that you play. There could be effort involved, but it's it's not as much as earning something. There's value in earning it because you, you put sweat into it. You put your, your time and your skills. That's a great difference you put there. And I think one more thing that's important is I get this a lot with students, especially my business students, when we're talking about companies gaining money, getting more money, a lot of my students want to say win, right? Amazon won $3.5 billion this last quarter, right? Now, we wouldn't say win in this context. If we're talking in like a business or a financial sense, we need to use the verb earn, right? Amazon earned $3.5 billion in earnings. Again, write that word earnings this quarter. So it's a really easy to say that they won this amount of money or um, with my salary, I win X amount, right? But we're really not using that or applying it in the correct way. So really make sure, again, if you're talking financially, earn. Yeah, because win has the connotation of kind of luck, especially when it comes to money, right? Like I won the lottery. It's luck, but when exactly. it comes to business, you would never say win because there isn't luck involved, right? There's there's work and there's people putting in the time and making the right decisions, and that's why it's it's earn and, and win is, is definitely more informal. The next one we have is lose versus miss. And so lose is something where I say, you know, have money and then I lose it. I don't have it anymore. I lost it, right? Where miss is a feeling of like longing, like I miss my family. Oh, I miss my childhood friends, I miss those days when I was young, I miss my, my old childhood dog. It's more of a feeling of kind of like sadness, like something that you don't have anymore, where to lose is an action of like, I had an item and I lost it, or I lost touch with a friend, I no longer have it. Another good distinction, which we probably all have using public transit, is, you know, if you're going to work and, and the bus leaves, you you miss the bus, right? You 
you didn't lose it because you, you never had it. You can't lose something you didn't have where you, you missed it, where you were just, you just were almost there, but, but you weren't. Another way of lose is if you're, you know, directions is, is common, right? Like I, I was walking a certain way and then I lost, I lost the path, right? Like I went off. Right. And you would say lost the path. You wouldn't say missed. Good distinction there. And today, our last one that we're going to talk about is one that I also get a lot in class. And that is hear versus listen. So again, these can be really confusing, but they do have some key differences. So for example, to hear, hear is more an involuntary action. So let's say you hear an ambulance or a police car go by with its sirens, right? You are not doing this. You're not sticking your ear out, consciously listening for these sounds. They're just happening in your atmosphere, right? Maybe a dog barking or car honking. These are kind of things that you just hear in the background. You involuntarily get them, okay? And then listen, we are voluntarily, consciously listening. We're really paying attention to something. So I could tell you as a command, you know, I could say, listen to me or listen to this song. When we talk about music, we listen to music because if we say we hear music, it's maybe just happening in the background. We're not consciously doing that. So if I put my headphones in and I'm jamming out to some music, I am listening to music. I am consciously doing it. So those are those kind of two key differences there. Hear is something that just happens. And listen, we are consciously tuning into that. We are really paying attention to it. So again, listeners, here were just some examples of some of these complicated verbs that we unfortunately face every day in English. But hopefully some of the tips that we've given you will help you out in deciding which verb to use in which situation. It's not easy, but with practice and with listening, you're going to get it. So as always, if you get lost, go online and check out that audio guide and transcript at www.dynamicenglish.cl. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. CWG officially has over 100 episodes, and we are among the top podcasts in Chile, and that's thanks to you. But we are always working to grow our audience, so make sure to rate, review, and share us.